LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Oh, and the Los Angeles Lakers are knocked out of the Western Conference Finals by the Denver Nuggets. Thank you. Thank you. I kind of want to write a letter to the Denver Nuggets in appreciation of them knocking the Lakers and LeBron out of the playoffs. I don't know if it's old age. I don't know if it's because I've been following sports for so long, like 30 years worth. I'm just sick of these stories and these iconic figures who, yes, they've done so many good things, great things, and they get beat by a better team and it's all about them and Oh, poor LeBron. He's never going to win a championship again. This is this, and this is this, this and this. Well, there's another group of guys that have a great chance of winning a title. I'm sorry, Denver is not as flashy as LA or Miami or New York or Chicago. And I love Chicago sports. I'm nothing but a Chicago sports fan. But it's okay for these other teams that have success too. And I hate when the media, I am media, so I think I can talk smack about it if I want to, does things like this where it's the negative story instead of the positive uplifting story. I try to be a positive, optimistic guy. And in this aspect, we should be very positive about Denver making the first NBA finals of their history. When they came over from the ABA, they haven't made it since. They have not made a championship run with the Denver Nuggets. Let's talk about that. Way more important than LeBron James. On the other side of things, Miami had a 3-0 lead and then last night lost their second game in a row. Still ahead 3-2 on the Boston Celtics, but I'm not going to be surprised if Boston Celtics wins the next two games. I'm just saying. It's crazy. But Boston can do it and Miami seems gassed. They seem done. The miraculous Jimmy Butler games, they're not happening right now. And without those... The Miami Heat are not going to win. They have to have Jimmy Butler be the best version of himself every game. And as a human being, it's just not sustainable. Switching over to hockey, the NHL West, Las Vegas Knights lead Dallas Stars 3-1. The Dallas Stars won its first game 3-2 on Thursday. So the game five will be on Saturday tomorrow as today is Friday, May 26th. On the east side of things, the Florida Panthers lead the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, no, it's over. A 4-0 sweep. Florida wins. NBA, NHL, playoffs going on at the same time, just like every year. And we had four series that looked like they were all over after three games. Well, two of them are now, as Nuggets win in four, Florida Panthers win in four, and now we got a couple other ones going a little longer. As Miami could have won it two games ago, but now they're... Still waiting. And now Vegas is kind of playing the same game. So we'll see if Vegas throws away a 3-0 lead or if Miami officially throws away their 3-0 lead. That's all we're going to talk about national stuff. Got a good three minutes in there. Because we're a high school, Illinois, everything Illinois show. That's what we do here at Edge of Your Seat Podcast. We'll share a little bit of other stuff that we're interested in or national things that we care about everybody cares about we did that now it's time to go back to the high school as we got some guests as always another thing that edge of your seat does every single episode LaSalle Peru softball and St. Bede softball alive and well in the postseason St. Bede we covered their regional championship game me being a voice for WLPO 1039 I called the 
Regional Championship game, which was in Anawan on Saturday. Then on Tuesday, covered the sectional semifinal. So they won the regional 12-0 against Anawan Weathersfield. The sectional on Tuesday, they won 6-1 against Woodhall Allwood. And I got to give a apology to Woodall Allwood because I kept calling him Atwood on air. My apologies, have never covered the school before, never said the name, so Allwood, I apologize. Today, in about three hours, I'm going to be back at St. Bede for the Class 1A St. Bede Sectional Championship as St. Bede is taking on West Central. LaSalle, Peru won their regional semifinal there at the Rock Island Regional, so they won the semifinal on Tuesday against Galesburg. LP is a number two seed. They beat Galesburg, a number seven seed, 9-0. They play in the Rock Island Regional Championship today at four. So they're going to start in about two hours as we are working on this podcast as quick and efficiently. We got to have great shows as possible to get it out before the game start. So LP is going up against Geneseo in the Regional Championship, Class 3A. I'm excited for both LP and St. Bede. I mean, they both had great seasons. Why not keep pushing through? The sectional that's at St. Bede is the first time in history that school has been there since Earth has been created and it's never hosted a sectional. So they do this year and now they're in the championship. I would love to see them win. For St. Bede, we spoke to coach Sean Sons and junior Ella Hermes after Tuesday's sectional semifinal, where they got the 6-1 win. Super pumped for the sectional championship, obviously. Hermes, in the sectional semi, pitched a complete game, 10 strikeouts, 2 walks, 1 run, no earned runs. And at the plate, she blasted a 2-RBI triple that scored the first 2 runs of the game. Pretty impressive. So we're going to listen to the St. Bede representatives first. And then we're going to be joined by senior Taylor Martin and coach Randy Hubie with the LaSalle Peru softball team. Martin, a senior center fielder. She is going to St. Ambrose University. And so are two other LP Cavaliers in Laurel Pulich and Chloe Mitchell. All three of the Lady Cavs are going to be rocking Fighting B uniforms next year. Everybody's excited about the postseason. Everybody wants to win some championships. Yeah, and I want to see it happen. Hopefully you do too. If you don't, you're listening to the wrong show, my friends. I'm your host, Brandon Lachance. This is Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Don't know where you listen to this show, but you can listen to all of them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the website, www.rss.com backslash podcasts. That is with an S, it's plural, backslash Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Socials, you know we're there. Facebook, Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Twitter, Edge of Your Seat P. You can also follow my personals, Brandon Lachance on Facebook. Lachance is spelled L-A, capital C, Chance. So L-A, Chance with a capital C in there. And then Twitter is Lachance Writer. So L-A, Chance Writer. On all the sites, whether it's the personal, the Edge of Your Seat Podcast, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please like, follow, share, comment, all those cool things. We appreciate the love and it helps us. It helps us in the long run, moving up the ranks, the algorithms, all that kind of things, 
all of those kind of things. We appreciate it. Always, always. And thank you for the listens. Without you listening, I don't know if I keep doing this, but I know you're listening. I know you want to hear what our athletes, coaches have to say. We do rundowns of scores and stats and accomplishments. We talk about movies. We talk about music. We try to be as involved in the community as possible. That's why we're here. And thank you for listening. I cannot appreciate it enough. This episode is brought to you by First State Bank. First State Bank has 19 locations in northern and central Illinois. Great people, great banking philosophies. They know what they're doing and they can help you with absolutely everything. Spring playoffs in full effect, every single one of them. So you know, win-lose stat, that's what we do. Spring playoffs warrant win-lose stat. Episode 265, the previous episode, we championed the girls' state track medalist, congratulations, and the boys' track sectional champs as they started state track yesterday on Thursday, May 25th, and it'll run till tomorrow, Saturday 27th. So we will catch up with the boys' track medalist on the next episode. This win-lose stat, we're going to catch up on all the rest. Girls' soccer. Sectional finals were May 19th and 20th. Super sectional started Tuesday, May 23rd. State tournament is this weekend, Friday through Saturday, May 26th and 27th. So starting today. That schedule is for 1A. For 2A girls, which that is the only section we still have a team left, as Geneseo is the lone girls soccer school left for us. Geneseo is in a sectional final today at 6 p.m. So when we get to that part, we'll catch up. But Geneseo, the only one left in 2A, is a week behind 1A as start them at different times so everybody can get on the soccer pitch. Baseball and softball running a current schedules same time. 1A and 2A baseball, softball. The regional finals were May 20th. Sectional semis, May 23rd, 25th. To figure out who made the push for the sectional finals, Saturday, May 27th. The super sectionals begin Monday, May 29th. And then the state tournament is June 2nd and June 3rd for both baseball, softball. That's class 1A and 2A. For class 3A and 4A, regionals began this week. So they started on Monday and Tuesday were regional quarterfinals and semifinals. And we moved on from there as regional championships being played today. Boys tennis sectional was May 19th and 20th. We're going to break down everybody that's advancing from our area to the state tournament that started yesterday, Thursday the 25th, and goes till Saturday the 27th. Boys tennis, one of the hardest state tournaments to get into and to be successful. But man, there is so much IHSA postseason awesomeness. I'm ready to jump into it. Girls soccer, when we left off, this is where we're at. In 1A, Indian Creek had advanced to a sectional championship. In 2A, Streeter, Geneseo, Caneland, and Dixon had made it to regional finals. And in 3A, DeKalb was in a regional final. In 1A, Indian Creek fell 7-1 to the Mendota Regional Champions Rock Island Alleman in the Class 1A Hinkley Big Rock sectional. Indian Creek had an amazing season. I'm already trying to reach out, speak to a couple players because they netted a ton of goals. In 2A, 
Streeter fell 6-2 to Metamora in the Streeter Regional Final. Geneseo won the 2A Peoria Richwoods Regional with a 3-1 victory over Richwoods. The Maple Leafs stayed in the win column in the Dunlap Sectional Semifinal as they defeated Morton 3-2. Now, this sets up Geneseo against Peoria Notre Dame in the 2A Dunlap Sectional Final at 6 p.m. today. They're going to be playing here in about four and a half hours. Camelin also won its regional championship with a 2-1 win over St. Francis at the St. Francis Regional. However, the night season came to an end at the Nazareth Academy sectional semifinal against Bennett Academy, losing 2-0. Dixon's season also ended with a 7-0 loss to Boylan in the Boylan Catholic regional final. In 3A, DeKalb fell to regional host Huntley 5-0 in the regional championship. So like I said before, we have one lone survivor as Geneseo alive going into a sectional final. You know we're going to be cheering them on just like you should be. Let's go Maple Leafs. Have you heard the news? First State Bank is the first to offer Quillo. Quillo is an online personal loan officer that allows you to apply for a loan in just minutes. Need to replenish your checking account? Pay off a high interest credit card? Or take that vacation you have always wanted to? Check out Quillo on the First State Bank website using your phone, tablet, or PC. It won't impact your credit score to apply. There are no fees, no penalties, and payments you can afford. You'll need a First State Bank checking account, but have no worries. You can apply for one of those online too. Check out FSB Premier's account that pays higher interest for doing a few routine activities. Go to firststatebank.biz today to see how you can get a Quillo loan with a new or existing checking account. First State Bank is member FDIC and equal housing lender. Let's win, lose, stat, some baseball. We left off episode 265 in regional semifinals, but none of, some of them were done, but not all of them. So now we're in sectional semifinals and championships as sectional championships are tomorrow. Postseason, it's amazing, but it goes by quick. By one week, we are already three rounds in the postseason. Two, but it feels like three. Class 1A, Harvest Christian Academy sectional sub-A. This is played in Elgin. I was there last year for the HCA sectional between Marquette and Putnam County where Marquette was victorious. It is pretty much a country club. There's a giant pond when you first get there. It is amazing. It's like you're playing baseball in the middle of a country club and they might be golfing around you or something. There is no golf course, but that's the vibe. That's the scenery. That's what it felt like. But in the HCA, in a regional semifinal, number 10 Indian Creek lost to number two Aurora Christian 11-1. In another semifinal, Putnam County, the four spot, beat Hinkley Big Rock 3-2. However, the Panthers could not get back to the sectional championship as they fell to Aurora Christian 6-0. In the subsection B of Harvest Christian Academy, in semifinals, number one Marquette beat number seven Serena 9-0. Number three St. Bede knocked out number five Yorkville Christian 1-0. In the regional championship, Marquette beat St. Bede 4-0. In a sectional semifinal on Thursday, Marquette's season came to an end as they fell to Chicago Hope 3-2. In a 1A Pearl City subsection B semifinal, 
the regional semifinal. Number two, AFC was upset by number seven, Morrison, 13-9. In another semifinal, number three, Newman beat Amboy, 8-4. In the championship game, Newman came out on top, beating Morrison, 10-0. In the sectional semifinal, Newman continued to win, beating Pearl City, 8-0. This has Newman in the Pearl City sectional championship, 11 a.m., Saturday against Dakota. Congratulations to Newman making that track, getting it done. The 1A Bloomington sectional subsection A in a regional semifinal. The top seeded Anawan Wethersfield Titans beat number seven Princeville 10 0. In the sectional semifinal, Anawan Wethersfield found the losing column 4 3 to Hayworth. In the 1A Bloomington sectional sub B, Semifinals of the regionals. Number eight, Midland lost 10-0 to number two, Peoria Christian. In another regional semifinal, number three, Henry Sinanchuan beat number six, Stark County 4-0. In the regional championship, Henry Sinanchuan went up against number two, Peoria Christian. And Henry Sinanchuan brought home the plaque with a 2-1 victory. They kept the winning going during the sectional semifinal as Henry Sinanchuan, the Mallards, defeated Delavan 3-0. This sets up a sectional championship Saturday at 11 a.m. at Illinois Wesleyan as Henry Sinanchuan takes on Hayworth. At the 2A Stillman Valley subsection A in regional semifinals, number 7 Oregon lost 12-2 to the top-seeded Rockford Christian. Number 5 Rock Falls Beat number four, Stillman Valley. We'll call that an upset, 6-5. In the regional championship, Rock Falls couldn't not advance any further as they lost 5-4 to Rockford Christian. In the 2A Stillman Valley subsection B regional semifinals, number nine, Genoa Kingston was skunked by number one, Wheaton Academy, 10-0. Number four, Sandwich beat number six, Lyle, Six to five. But in the regional championship, Sandwich could not keep the winning ways alive as it lost 11-0 to top-seeded Wheaton Academy. Also in the subsection B of Stillman Valley, Pecatonica Regional. In the semifinal, number two, Byron, knocked out number nine, Rockford Lutherd, nine to one. In the championship game, Byron, a number two seed, beat North Boone, number three seed, three to zero. In the sectional semifinals, Byron continues to win as they beat Wheaton Academy 5-4. This sets up the Stillman Valley sectional final at 10 a.m. tomorrow, Saturday. Byron versus Rockford Christian. The 2A Knoxville sectional sub-A in a regional semifinal. Number 8, Kiwani, lost to number 2, Sherrard, 13-3. Princeton, number 4 spot, beat number 5 spot, Burl Valley, 6-1. In the regional final, Princeton's season was ended 3-2 by Sherrard. In the 2A Knoxville sectional sub-B, regional semifinals, number three Hall victorious 12-2 over the 10-seeded Rock Ridge. In the championship game, Hall beat Riverdale 6-5 as Riverdale was the number seven seed. In the sectional semifinal, which I aired on WLPO 103.9 yesterday, on Thursday, Hall beat LVC 1-0. This sets up the sectional championship between Hall and Sherrard. 
11 a.m. tomorrow. Tune in to WLPO 103.9 to catch the game. It will be me and a new partner, somebody I've not worked with, Derek Brayton. Super excited to meet him and call a great game. In the 2A Decatur sectional sub-A regional semifinal, sixth seed El Paso Gridley fell 13-1 to number three Pontiac. In 3A action, Caneland sectional sub-A Rochelle regional quarterfinals, the eight-seeded Sterling beat number six Rochelle 13-10. I'd call that an upset. Rochelle had a great season. Semifinals, Sterling beat number two Freeport. That's definitely an upset, 4-3. The other semifinal, number five, Dixon was blanked, 8-0 by number three, Burlington Central. In the regional championship is Saturday at 2 p.m. as Sterling will take on number three, Burlington Central. In the 3A, Caneland Sub-B, the Boylan Regional. In a semifinal, number one, Sycamore beat number nine, Belvedere, 11-0. This sets up the regional championship game at 11 a.m. Saturday between Sycamore and Boylan. St. Francis Regional in a quarterfinal, number eight, Plano, was defeated 16-9 by Fenton. In the semifinal, number three, Caneland, was upset 4-3 by the number six seeded Aurora Marmion Academy. In the 3A Metamora sectional sub-A, the Geneseo Regional semifinals, number two Geneseo was shocked by Galesburg, number seven, 7-2. In the other semifinal, number three Streeter beat number six Dunlap, 6-5. This sets up the regional championship in Geneseo, 11 a.m. Saturday between number three Streeter and seven Galesburg. The 3A Metamora sectional sub-B at the Morris Regional quarterfinal. Number 8 LP whooped on number 9 Kankakee 10-0. In a semifinal, number 1 Morris beat number 8 LP 9-5. Other semifinal, number 5 Ottawa was edged by number 4 Rock Island 2-1. This sets up the championship game between number one Morris and number four Rock Island at 11 a.m. Saturday in Morris. Moving on to 4A, 4A Romeoville sectional sub-A. In the regionals, number nine Yorkville took a 2-0 loss to number eight Hinsdale Central. DeKalb season ended as well in the regional semifinal of a 4A Dundee Crown sectional. DeKalb lost 5-3 to the three-seeded Hampshire. Congratulations to the baseball team still alive, pushing for regional sectional championships, and obviously to get to state. You know we'll be there along for the ride. Believe it or not, sunny, beautiful weather is just around the corner. Or right now, it can't decide. Is it going to be hot? Is it going to be cold? Is it going to be windy? Is it not going to be windy? Whew. We're in Illinois, man. We're in Illinois. But this means you'll want your lawn looking just as good as the sun rays feel. Arteaga Tree Service and landscaping is the definition of lawn beautification. The company offers tree removal, lawn care, stump grinding, and spring and fall cleanup to residential and commercial customers. Arteaga Tree Service and Landscaping is fully insured and offers a senior citizen discount. Call 815-878-7504 for a free estimate from Arteaga Tree Service and Landscaping. And I don't know about you, but after I'm working on the yard, or even after I'm watching somebody else do the work, I kind of get a little hungry. Coming soon to Little Joe's Gaming Cafe is a kitchen serving a variety 
of Good Eats. Go to Little Joe's located at 713 Illinois Ave in Mendota or call 815-538-4900 for more information. Staying on the field, but going to softball, Class 1A, St. Bede Sectional Sub-A. We've seen a few of these games, including this one, the Regional Championship, as the top-seeded St. Bede Lady Bruins beat number 4 in one Wethersfield 12-0. In the sectional semifinal, we spoke about this one too, St. Bede beat Woodhall Allwood 6-1, setting up the sectional championship 5 p.m. today, St. Bede versus West Central. Check out WLPO 1039 for the call on that one. This one will be me and Mike Brown, legendary St. Bede figure. He's got history upon history upon history lessons to tell you about St. Bede. Great guy. Love doing games with him. And we got another one today. In the St. Bede sectional sub B, the Newman Regional, number six, Henry Sinanchuan lost 8-2 to number two, Morrison. Also in the semifinal, number three, Newman beat number five, Putnam County, 7-2. In the regional championship, Newman lost 1-0 to Morrison. In the sectional semifinal, which set up St. Bede against West Central, West Central beat Morrison 1-0. In the 1A, Walther Christian sectional sub-A. In a regional championship, number one, Marquette beat Illinois Lutheran 10-0. In a regional championship, number two, Serena beat number three, Walther Christian, 7-0. This set up a sectional semifinal between Marquette and Serena. Marquette victorious, 6-2. In the 1A Walther Christian sectional sub-B regional championships, Newark, the one spot, beat Indian Creek 19-2. Indian Creek was a four seed. In the other regional championship, number three, Woodland, beat number two, Dwight, 4-0. In the sectional semifinal, Newark knocked out Woodland 3-2. This sets up the 1A Walter Christian sectional championship at 11 a.m. tomorrow on Saturday between Marquette and Newark. That's going to be a great game. Obviously, we covered both of those schools, and we have done nothing but say victories and crazy accomplishments for their hitters and pitchers. Both squads are really good. It's going to be a great game. Class 2A Pontiac Sectional Sub B. Cole City Regional in the championship. Number three, Seneca lost to number two, Cole City, 5-4. In the 2A Stillman Valley Sectional Sub A. Rockfall Regional in the championship. Number two, Rock Falls was victorious over North Boone, 2-0. In the sectional semifinal, Rock Falls continues to stay in the winning column. This time, 10-0 in a cruise control mission over Richmond Burton. This sets up a sectional championship 4.30 p.m. today between Rock Falls and Marengo. In the 2A Stillman Valley sectional sub B, Oregon Regional Championship, number six, Oregon lost to Marengo 8-3. Johnsburg Regional at the championship, number two, Sandwich was upset by number six, Johnsburg 3-2. Marengo whooped Jonesburg 18-0. That's what set up the meeting with Rock Falls. In the 2A Rock Ridge sectional sub-A, the Princeton Regional in the championship game, number four, Kiwani could not get another regional plaque as it had a tight, tight loss, 1-0 to the top-seeded Rock Ridge. 
In 3A, the 3A Lamont sectional sub A, Ottawa Regional semifinals. Top seeded Ottawa beat number eight IMSA 7 0. In another semifinal, number three Morris walloped number seven Plano 11 1. This sets up a championship game tomorrow at 1 p.m. Ottawa versus Morris. In the 3A Metamora sectional sub A, Rock Island Regional. In a semifinal, we spoke about this one. LP beat Galesburg 9-0. LP was the two seed, Galesburg the seven seed. In the other semifinal, number three, Geneseo beat number five, Rock Island 12-2. This sets up the game today. 4 p.m. Championship, LaSalle, Peru. Lady Cavaliers take on Geneseo, the Lady Maple Leafs. Should be a great game. They've already played a couple times earlier in the season. This one's going to be tough for both squads. 3A, Metamora Sub B in the Metamora Regional. Number six, Streeter, had their season ended in the semifinal by number four, Dunlap, 9-2. In the 3A, Belvedere North Sub A, Belvedere Regional, semifinal. Number one, Sterling blew out Boyland, 16-0. This sets up a championship game at noon tomorrow on Saturday between the top-seeded Sterling Golden Warriors and number four, Belvedere. In the Burlington Central Catholic Regional semifinal, number four, Caneland beat number seven, BCC, 6-1. In the championship game at 10 a.m. tomorrow, it will be Caneland against top-seeded Harvard. In the Sycamore Regional, number two, Sycamore beat number seven, Dixon, 16-0 in a regional semifinal. In the other semifinal, number six, Rochelle lost to number three, Freeport, 13-0. Sycamore and Freeport will meet in the championship 4.30 p.m. today on Friday. The 4A, we've moved on to 4A, Oswego Sectional, Sub-A, Yorkville Regional. In the semifinal, number one, Yorkville beat number 16, Batavia, 6-0. Yorkville will face Plainfield North at 4.30 p.m. today, Yorkville Regional Championship. In the 4A, Hananiga Sectional, Sub-B, the DeKalb Regional. In the semifinal, number six, DeKalb lost 3-2 to number three, Rockford Auburn. Congrats to all the softball teams. Keep pushing. Keep going. I'm going to be paying attention. We're going to be paying attention. You're going to be paying attention. Surf Internet's fast fiber internet is more reliable and 25 times faster than cable. Unlike other local providers, we're proud to provide transparent all-in pricing that includes equipment fees and taxes. With speed packages starting at $35 a month, you'll get a free modem, free expert installation, and free whole home Wi-Fi on most plans. Plus, no contracts and no data caps at a price that's locked in for life. Go to surfinternet.com to learn more or call 844-955-SURF for details. That's 844-955-SURF. Limited time offer, restrictions apply. Boys tennis, these sectionals were last week May 19th and 20th. Let's find out how they did and who advanced to the IHSA state tournament that kicked off yesterday and will be going on until tomorrow on Saturday. At the Class 1A Ottawa sectional, Metamora won the championship with 30 points. Ottawa took second with 20. Morris was third with 19. Princeton with 14 points was fourth. LaSalle Peru had nine points for fifth. Streeter was sixth with eight points. 
St. Bede scored two points for ninth, and Mendota was 10th with no points scored. Advancing out of the Ottawa sectional in singles, Morris's Connor Barth took third, and Princeton's Tyson Phillips was fourth. In doubles, three local teams advanced. Ottawa finished first behind Adam and Noah Gross. Adam is a senior, Noah is a sophomore. LP took third behind junior Andrew Bullis and sophomore Daniel Santoy. Morris got a team through as well as Connor Ahim, a sophomore, and Mason Kitchell, a sophomore, took fourth. The 1A Rochelle sectional. Geneseo won it all with a 26. Sterling was third with 16 points. Sycamore was fourth with 15. Newman scored eight for fifth place. Rochelle scored fourth for sixth place. Dixon had two points for ninth, and Kalen was 10th with no points scored. Singles, we had three guys advance to the IHSA state meet, taking second with Sterling Jr., Brecken Peterson. Sycamore Jr., Stephen Chen was third, and Newman Jr., Logan Palmer was fourth. All juniors, all could be back another year. Three doubles teams advanced out of Rochelle as well. For Geneseo, they had the number one and number two teams. The first team, the top team. Number one, Alex Slaymaker, a senior, and Sam Mossbarger, a junior. Taking second out of Geneseo, Connor Nelson, he's a senior, and senior Samuel Robinson. Rochelle was fourth, advancing the state behind David Warner, a senior, and Owen Haas, also a senior. At the 2A Moline sectional, Normal Community won it with a 29. Yorkville was fourth with 10 points. Advancing for Yorkville was the doubles team as they took fourth. Kelvin Stillmonks, a senior, and Grady Phillips, a freshman. At the 2A St. Charles North sectional, St. Charles North won their own sectional with 17 points, while DeKalb took seventh with two points. No DeKalb boys tennis players advanced to state. Congratulations, going to state is awesome, especially in tennis, because I say this every time, every podcast we talk about it, every time this conversation is brought up with anybody, tennis is the hardest, or one of the hardest, tennis and bowling, the hardest to advance to state and the hardest to do well at state. So congratulations to these guys, and you know we're cheering you on at this weekend's state tournament. Does your driver need a new grip? Seven iron need a new head? Putter need to be replaced? Want to play a simulator during rainy cold days? Sports Boss Golf is your one-stop shop for everything golf. Located at 2950 Kane Road in Leland, Sports Boss has over 10,000 used clubs and new clubs for sale. Owner Mark Wright rebuilds, repairs, replenishes, the value of every club in his own shop. Want a Callaway? Sports Boss has it. A Betonardi, Bridgestone, Cleveland, Cobra, Exotics, Crank, Mizuno, Odyssey, Puma, Srixon, TaylorMade, Tour Edge, Wilson. Sports Boss has a partnership with each one of those top brands. Check out Sports Boss Golf Shop on Facebook or call Sports Boss Golf at 815 326 9686 or email sportsboss777 at gmail.com to book simulator time, inquire about repairing or purchasing clubs, and any of your golf needs. It's time to get to the chats. I got to get going to the St. Bede Sectional Championship 
as the Bruins are taking on West Central Heat. I'm excited for the game. I have all the faith in the Lady Bruins to advance. If they don't, hey, they tried. They had an amazing season. But they have all the tools in the shed. I just use a crazy old cliche, but I like it. They have all the tools in the shed, all the tools in the toolbox to get the job done. Pitching, hitting, defense, they can do it. I have faith, and I'm going to call it pitch for pitch as they do so. We'll be back next time, and as you notice, we picked up the pace of putting these shows out. We got a lot of chats in the vault that we still need to release, but as I've figured out how to work a schedule correctly and get timely subjects, we're going to continue doing that move forward. Hey, life happens. Things get put on hold. You know, I was in the hospital. I could go on and list and list and list, but we don't make excuses here. We just do what we do. Just telling you why we got behind and why some of the bowling and wrestling and basketball, those chats aren't out yet, but they will be real shortly. We're getting the track, the baseball, the tennis, all the stuff that's going on right now. We're going to do those first, and then we're going to all summer pump out chat after chat after podcast after podcast of pure awesomeness. Until next time, peace. I think if we're going to meet, this is the way to meet. Absolutely, absolutely. So congrats on a win, 6-1. And it started off slow. There wasn't a lot of scoring, wasn't a lot of anything. And then all of a sudden, in the 50, you scored two. In the 60, you scored four. And you did it all with two outs on the board. Yeah. Like I said, (laughs) these girls, I do not want to play poker with them, right? Uh, They got ice in their veins. Uh, You'd have never known it was that close of a game where we had two outs. You know, we had runners in scoring position a couple of times. Just couldn't get him in. It it just took a matter of time. Last year when we played them in the sectional, it was the same type of game. Uh, We started coming out in the fourth and fifth inning. So, yeah, uh, kudos to the girls that got the the small ball down. You know, I think that was the key. Uh, The girls also, you know, come up as leadoff and they're setting the table. You know, looking for their pitch, making that pitcher work, getting the walks, you know, hit by pitches. I mean, that's huge. Everybody did their part to make this uh, victory possible. I was just going to say, it's seen the versatility of your lineup was shown here. Yeah. You had everybody, you know, you were calling for them bunts. It didn't matter who it was, and they were putting the bunt in the right spot. Yep, yep absolutely. And, you know, you can't give up on them. I mean, we had, you know, what, two, three pop-up bunts, couldn't get the run in. You gotta stick with it because I've seen these girls. I mean, I know they can do it. They know they can do it, and you know it's just uh, just a matter of time before they uh, showed up and got it down, got it done. And that's got to be a confidence booster for them for you to go back to the same calls that weren't working, but like, hey, I know you can do this. Yep, absolutely. You know, and, and even if it wasn't bunts, if it's okay. swinging away, letting the girl swing away, you know, you got have the confidence in her. I mean, the girls came through doing that too. If Mike Brown is correct, this is the first sectional that has ever been here. Correct. And you guys win it. How does that make you feel? Uh, that's great. As a matter of fact, we talked briefly about that before the game, having these girls uh, make a little bit of history. And uh, you know what? I, I, I want to continue that thought. I want to go talk to my girls and cut them loose. I know you want to talk to Ella here. Uh, so I'll let you talk to her. And then I want to talk more to my girls about that, making history. And, you know, they gave themselves a chance to get into the championship. So that's what we want to do. All right. And you will be in the championship at 5 p.m. here on Friday. Yes. 
Giants. Thanks for coming again. No problem. Great coverage. Appreciate having you guys here. You're welcome. All year next year. And the rest of the postseason. So far we've been lucky, I guess. Absolutely. Thanks. Perfect. Thank you, Coach Sean Sons. The awesome chats that you just heard from St. Bede softball representatives, Coach Sean Sons, and the ones you're about to hear from LaSalle, Peru softball coach Randy Hubie and senior Taylor Martin are brought to you by Mendota Ford. Mendota Ford is a community dealership that is dedicated to being community first. A small dealership in a smaller town. The staff general manager, Ski Hartman, and his associate, Jason Hintz, pride themselves in being here for you. They don't want to sell you one vehicle. They want to form a bond, a relationship, to get you every vehicle you want and cars, trucks, and SUVs for your friends and family. Ski has lived in Princeton since he was five, and he has been with Mendota Ford for the last three years. He has plenty of experience helping you with all of your vehicle needs as he has been in the motorcycle business for 20 years and over 10 in car sales and management. Jason Hintz has been with Mendota Ford for eight years, giving him the experience needed to help customers in every way possible. You can purchase any vehicle off any lot in the Mendota Ford family. Ski and Jason will make sure they track it down and hand you the keys with a little jingle jangle. To check out the many options on the lot, Mendota Ford is located just south of Mendota on Highway 251. To look ahead or find a vehicle on another lot, check out www.mendotaford.com. Call 815 815- 539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries with Mendota Ford. It seems like I was just here yesterday, but back at LaSalle Peru High School in the same science lab <laughs> with LP softball coach Randy Hubie and this year's senior Taylor Martin. How's it going, guys? Good. Great. We uh got postseason in just a few days. Today is Friday, May 19th. Mm-hmm. Got to remember the days. They go by really quick. Postseason for LP starting on Tuesday, May 23rd. So, Taylor, what are we expecting here for LP in the postseason? We're expecting to go far. You know, we all have decided that this year it's our year. A lot of the girls are returners, and we've been with Coach Hubie since we were freshmen or sophomores, and we've had couple seasons where we were expecting to go super far and unfortunately it didn't happen so this is our year we're we're ready to go what is it about this team that you know clicks like that that has the uh, gel factor you know I think having those returning starters the past few years we are all very very close and then everyone that Randy has brought in meshes so well with all of us we're all super close friends on and off the field so it helps a lot Gotcha. And you're one of the four-year seniors that when you say senior, he cringes his face like, yeah, she needs to be here another year. Yeah, or three. (laughs) Or three more years. You can be a super, super, super senior. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Awesome. And you are a pitcher? No, I play. She wants to. Oh, wants to be a pitcher. (laughs) Just sometimes, just sometimes. No, I play center field. Gotcha. I knew you were in the outfield, and I didn't know if you pitched as well. Nope. We're in the outfield. Well, we play certain games, she's like, I'm ready. I mean, like, go sit down. <laughs> awesome. You guys have always had a pretty talented outfield. This year was no different. No. Mm-hmm. No. I love having fast outfielders. And the last three years, we've had extremely fast outfielders. I say this year, 
with actually the four we have out there, because I just brought up Lydia, we have really, really fast outfielders. Taylor covers a lot of ground. Carmen Piano is real smooth out there. She mm -hmm. gets to everything. And now we lost Ava Moriarty to a broken wrist, um, which hurts us a little bit. But Kelsey Fredericks out there, another freshman, really, really, really good. So we cover the ground really good. Gotcha. And does the different, you know, classes, different age, how does that play a part? Sometimes it doesn't work because you got a senior and freshman. Sometimes it does. You know, it started out, we all just had to figure out who can cover what in the outfield. You know, I, and I think we've gotten a pretty good system down. I know what Carmen can cover. I know what Kelsey can cover. And it's the same with me. They know what I can do. And it's all about just backing each other up. When they're going to make a tough play, you have to be behind them to have their back, you know. Awesome. Nobody colliding into each other for a fly ball? No. No. <laughs> Taylor takes care of it out there. I mean, Kelsey and, and Piano are both freshmen. Okay. So, I mean, we've got four freshmen on this team. But they don't play like freshmen. No, they don't. They're Not at all. Not at all. None of them do. No, not at all. Even the pitcher. We have a freshman mm -hmm. pitcher who's, if we didn't have Chloe, she'd be starting every game. So, she's, she's really good. So. When you say Chloe, we're talking about Chloe Mitchell. Yes. Mm -hmm. She's a senior? Yes. And then who's a freshman pitcher? Taylor Visconti. Gotcha. The LP names that are always hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Taylor Visconti, I knew nothing about her when I, uh, she was, came to our workouts early in the year. I saw her throw, I was like, whoa, this mm -hmm. girl's on varsity. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, so she's going to see a lot more time in the circle next year when Chloe's gone. Yeah, she's already, I think she's 7-1 and one right now as a varsity pitcher. Uh, just wow. beat Geneseo last week. Oh, or wow. this week, that was this week. Yep. Gotcha. So. Four losses going into the postseason. I know everybody wants to have an undefeated season, but sometimes those losses where they're close or, you know, they're blowouts or whatever, they're learning lessons. Mm -hmm. Did you guys see that with this team when you took a loss, you know, improvement to the next game? A hundred percent. Yeah, I think that going into a postseason undefeated, while it is a great thing, it can also hurt you because you don't know what it feels like to lose. I think understanding what it feels like to lose and never wanting to feel like that again really helps going into the postseason. And I'm only going to say this to get him to cringe his face again. <laughs> but the last game was a loss as well, going into the postseason. So how does that fuel no, you? No, we play again. We got a doubleheader tomorrow. Oh, you guys are not done yet. No, nope. no, we go up yeah. to Sterling tomorrow. We play Sterling, who's number 17. And then right Metamora. after we play Menomora, who's number three. So. Oh, so you got two tough teams two right tough ahead of ones. you. But this really should have been, this doubleheader tomorrow should have been an early season because Menomora is not going to pitch their pitcher, and we're not going to throw Chloe against them, you know, it's because we'll see them in sectional if we get that far. So, so this is kind of more reps and yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah, so I mean. Seeing what each hitter But those are two games that will help us one way or the other. So. Definitely. My apologies, I thought the no, regular season fine. was over. You guys always have tacked on late games, whether it's uh, cancellations it's or. It's cancellations. Yeah. Well, we also had the Myrtle Beach trip this year, so all those games had to be pushed back. Gotcha. That we had then, so it's kind of. We came back to a full schedule after that. So. Yeah, we did. I was playing in Myrtle Beach. I was kind of jealous. Yeah. I was like, oh. well, how come Randy didn't give me a ticket? <laughs> no, it was awesome. We it was, flew. I mean, <laughs> We did, yeah. It was a great experience, you know, playing those teams. We played a couple teams that were really, really good, and we played them very, very well. And I think it helped us playing those games and then jumping right into conference on when we came back, we were really prepared for that. So, And that week we came back, we played all the, I mean, tough, tough conference, conference games, games. Yeah. like four days in a row, Sandwich, Sycamore, Morris, Ottawa. Ottawa. Yeah. Wow. So, that and is, and we, swept it. we swept through that week. So, I mean, yeah. that, that was a big confidence builder for us. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Do you feel like the Myrtle Beach and playing those tough teams from other states helped for that? Oh, right yeah, definitely. 
That was part of the reason of Myrtle Beach, but a big part of it was the bonding. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we talked about when we got there a lot, and we were like, can we go with our parents? I'm like, no. No, we're here for a reason. We're here to bond. You know, And it really, I, I think that really helped. I don't know about you. No, I agree. I agree. Did you get some beach time? Oh, of course. <laughs> yes. Sunburns. Oh, we had some sunburns, and those are some memories, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at least it didn't stay around here. It might have got windburn instead I of sunburn. Know. It was a weird, you know, we always have somewhat bad weather, but it seemed like we couldn't put like a full week of a schedule together. I'll take this week over, this year over last year any day. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Last year was brutal. It I mean, was it was cold 40 up. degrees all year last year. This year I, it, it's been up and down this year, but we've had a lot more warm days than, than cold this year, I'd say. Mm-hmm. All right. I've said this to parents. I wrote a column about this. What if they switched spring and fall sports? Would that be good or bad for softball? Six of one, half dozen the other. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you do that, yeah, you could probably get more recruitment, and high school would mean more to, more to some. But then think you also have to move volleyball then. Mm-hmm. And it, it won't work. One way or the other, I mean, travel coaches will still take over something. I mean, and that's not a, a rip on travel coaches. I mean, yeah. But it's just they, they want them there. And it's, I think it would work. I think it would be a big adjustment. But to do that, you almost have to have all the states do it, not yeah. just one. True. And you're not going to get that. So. No, not at all. I'd rather just see them readjust the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. I said that, too. If they started, you know, kind of pushed it a mm-hmm. little, because the middle of March is still winter. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's still frozen. You're still going to get at least one or two But 20 days. years ago, it wasn't. It's a, the, right. They have to re- readjust the calendar. Well, that'll never happen either, but yeah. that's what I've always said. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the late fall mm-hmm. is still summer almost. Mm-hmm. Like, in no middle of November, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I was wearing shorts outside talking to my uncle about football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It wasn't exactly. cold. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Football back when I was in high school, was, it was cold during football. Now it's hot during football. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. it was, it, now it's cold during the baseball softball season. It wasn't that way then. So, it's, it's, yeah. It'd be easier to adjust the calendar, but yeah, as again, a, that won't happen either. So, no, well, <laughs> as a sports writer, as soon as uh, you know it's baseball, softball, I love the sports, I love track, I love all those. But the weather for the first month and a half, <laughs> pretty much the entire season, it's like oh, until the very end. Now yeah. we'll get great weather, and mm-hmm. you know it's postseason. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but hey, it is what it is. You just got to play through it. That's yeah. right. Yeah, definitely. Being a two seed coming into the sectional, was that kind of where you guys thought you were at? Did you think you should be a one? Do you, where did you think that you fit into the postseason game? I mean, he's more of an optimist than I am, but I do think we could have sealed the one seed. However, I don't think being a two seed is bad. I think it keeps our heads grounded and it keeps our minds in the correct place. Like, we still have something to like push for, and that's to be number one. So if we would have started out at number one, some girls, including myself, I'm not sure. I mean, I didn't experience it, but our heads might have not have been in the right place. So I don't think being a two seed is bad. Sometimes at all. number one's not good. You get uh, two lower seeded teams who may not have great pitching, and and as we've learned throughout the years, if you play someone good after you're playing someone who's not so good, it's tough to catch up. Yeah. You know, the slow pitching mm-hmm. to fast. So. Two isn't bad. You're going to have to play those teams sooner or later. It's just a tougher regional. Correct. And, and Metamore earned it, too. I mean, they're, they're a really good they're team. They're a very good team. They're a really good team. We'll find out a little bit more about them tomorrow, but we won't have the full on either one of us. They won't on us, or, or we won't on them, because we're not going to throw our best pitchers. So. 
Yeah. Gotcha. When you were talking about you know your games tomorrow with Sterling and Metamora, and you threw numbers in front of them, is that state rankings? You said Metamora was three. They're three in the yeah. state. Yes. Three, yeah, three in the yeah, state. We're six in the state. They're three in the state. Gotcha. I do believe if we would have probably beaten Ottawa the day we played them, that was the day before our regionals. Yeah. We probably could have been number one. Yeah. Because we would have had a better record. But like I said all along, the only team that could beat us, I believe, is us. Yes. And every game we've lost has basically been we've done something to, to beat ourselves. So. Correct. With him saying that, what do you guys think you need to do to be successful in the postseason make a long run? We need to start early. We have a lot of games where we don't start until, like, the fifth, sixth inning. Like, Randy gives us a nice little wake-up call, and we know, okay, it's time to go. But when we start early and we play super well with high intensity in the beginning of every game no one can really beat us I don't think true I do think we're one of the better offensive teams in the state yes I I, tr- I, I truly believe that if we put everything else together with it we're a tough team to beat mm-hmm. so. with you saying slow start wasn't there a game last week that you had yeah. to score six runs in the yep. final inning and again yep. I always ask him why do I have to yell at you before you start <laughs> before you pick it up just uh, just make us giggle a little bit. Thanks. It's kind of it, funny. Yeah, I tell them you guys are slowly <laughs> killing me. Uh, <laughs> Did you go into the bottom of the seventh? It was 7-1. Yep. And then scored six in the yep. bottom of the seventh? Yep. yep. We did. Yeah. And as she said that, you just smiled and put your head down. Yeah, we went out to the outfield, and I just said, well, there went another five years, ladies. <laughs> another five years off my life. <laughs> we talk about adjustments, making adjustments during the game. And I will tell them what the adjustment is, but they just don't do it for four innings. Yes. But in that bit. fourth inning, they do it. They kick it in, and all of a sudden... It's got a process, you know? It's got to really work in there. i got to be able to figure it out. <laughs> the slow marination. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just all of them like, okay, so what are we doing now? Well, we're doing what you told you. Well, I told you that four innings ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But hey, they pull out the win. Yeah. That's they, right. Or they get the wins. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Just hopefully that doesn't carry on into the postseason. I think right. that comes to her and two other ones, Ava Lannan. And Becker, they're here for four years on varsity. And I have two or three that have been here for three years. It's experience, too. I mean, they don't rattle. I mean, they don't give up. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to quit. They just don't know how to start early. And <laughs> <laughs> what's Becker's first name? Evan. Evan? Okay, perfect. I'm actually pumped for you guys in the postseason. I've been waiting for this to see how far you guys can I go. I am, too. Yeah. I am, too. I think we have a really good setup for this regional. I think that we have a really good shot. I mean, don't get me wrong, the teams we're going to play are going to be tough mm-hmm. and we're going to have to play well, but I do think we have a really good chance that if we do play well, we're going to win. So mm-hmm. so you're in the Rock Island Regional, mm-hmm. and who's first up on Tuesday? So we got Galesburg. Yes. Yeah. They've been a good team in the past. I don't know anything about them. they're 4-20 right now. So okay. that's one of those games we'll talk about the game after. Being the first game of the week, though, also gives us a day where you can get back in a cage and speed it up and and hopefully get that, think, get that fixed. So. Yes, I think that's very necessary after that. Gotcha. So. Is there also the potential for, you know, kind of a mentality like slacking off sort of kind of. Oh, you yeah. You go and play in one level, mm-hmm. and then you go to a, a higher level, right. that carryover. Oh, I'm also worried about, I mean, Gelsberg might be four and whatever, but if we don't play our game, anybody could beat anybody. Correct. So, I mean, I'm not going to go out there and start playing, you know, bring substitutes in right away or anything. So we're going to play it like they're undefeated. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. What we're going to do this year is we're going to play every game at a time instead of looking ahead. Correct. 
Which I think we've done in the past. Yes, I think we've looked too far into the future as, oh, well, if we win regionals, we're going to play this team, but Mm -hmm. let's win regionals first. Mm -hmm. Now we talk about win this inning. Yes. Just win this inning. Gotcha. So we broke it down from end of, you know, regionals, end Mm -hmm. of sectionals to like, hey, this game, right Mm -hmm. now, this Mm -hmm. inning. Yes. Mm -hmm. We might be winning now, but let's win this inning. Correct. Gotcha. Do you think that mentality, the change of the mentality has helped you guys this season and for the postseason? Yeah, 100% because you are more into each game because mm-hmm. you have a mindset that, okay, this inning, we want to score more runs than them. We want to beat them, you mm-hmm. know. So our heads have been more into each game, I think. Work on making the right play, yes. hitting the cutoffs, just the little things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just little things that uh, you learn from the get-go, but then as time goes, you forget, or you don't pay well, as much attention Well, you want to make them monotonous, to. so you'll do it without thinking. Yeah, so. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, looking at stat sheets and, you know, what I've seen in games and video and stuff like that, seems like errors have been down. I don't know if it's more concentration or more, you know, polish well, on the have been down until the last three games. Since the last three games? The last three games have not been so hot, but I think that's a lack of focus a little bit. Right now, they're looking forward to We're trying not to get ahead, but they are looking forward to that, that regional game now. The conference is over. Like I said, tomorrow's doubleheader should be an early season one. I mean, yeah. to mean something, because we would have had studs going against each other. And then the life stuff, like prom and graduation. Oh, yeah. Those are over. Those are over. plays about a that. factor. Yeah. Whether we want it to or not, it yeah. does. They'll say, oh, with the prom, you get your heads in. Oh, we're fine. But no, I get it, too. I mean, they're girls. I mean, they love prom, and, and, and I get it. It's our senior year and, and graduation. I mean, yesterday was a big thing. Yeah. I mean, even I shed some tears yesterday. So <laughs> this one always seems to get me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to. And I say that I'm looking at this wall in the science lab, and we got uh, notes to teachers and stuff about mm-hmm. last year, I'm your favorite student ever, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it, that's got to play a part in it, too, with yeah. concentration levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did it affect you? I mean, it's your senior year, you graduated, you had um, prom. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't say it affected my focus. I've been in a little lull the past couple games, but I'm working out of it. I've just been hitting the ball at people. Like, mm-hmm. I'm hitting the ball hard, it's just going to people. Right so, to I mean, I'm working out of it, trying to just keep my head straight. Like, it's okay. Like, it's going to happen. It's a game of failure type thing. So Yeah, we've talked We've talked to her about that. You're, everyone, we've talked about the beginning of the year. That's going to happen to everybody. Where yeah. You're going to go through a, a little spell where you're, you might be hitting the heck out of the ball, but they're making plays. Yeah. For so, some people, that was more towards the beginning, middle, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It, just wherever. I mean, I feel like it happens to just about every player at least once in a season. Yeah, I don't know. know how many times I've come up. I've told each one of them that you're playing a game of failure. If you if you're hitting 400, you fail 60 percent of the time. Correct. So and 400 is awesome. So yeah, I was just gonna say that everybody's like, oh, you want to bat around 300. That means you're only succeeding 30 percent right. of the time. Correct. Right. Yeah. But right. that makes you a winner in a mm-hmm. game of failure. Yeah. It, it's exactly. crazy. I've had this talk with them over and over. <laughs> and I think it, I think it, it it's gotten through. I think yeah. they get it. Yeah. I mean, you make an out, go to the next one. Forget it. Mm-hmm. So, definitely. But learn from it. Mm-hmm. Is that one of the things he tells you over and over on repeat? Yeah, that's one thing that definitely replaced. <laughs> make an out, forget it, go to the next one. Not so much you. No, no. not. But just, I mean, no. everyone as a whole. No. Gotcha. 
as you move on in life, you'll understand that that carries over to life too. I got coaches that's the things that they said. Oh, and, I talk about <laughs> life thing like, like, what if this was your job? What if, you know? Yeah. It sticks with you. Mm -hmm. 20 years down the road, you'll be like, I remember when Coach Hubie told me this. <laughs> God rest his soul. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. 20 years isn't that long. This will be here. You might even still be coaching. Who knows? <laughs> no. 20 years. No. I'll be bald for sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was bald in my 20s, so it happens. Is there anybody's names that we've left out? And we've said some probably. players' names. Well, yeah, probably. We want to run around the dynamo. You got Chloe. I mean, Addie Dotlinger has been unbelievable behind the plate this year. Mm -hmm. Just unbelievable, more than I would expect back there. Yeah, she um, stepped up for sure. We and were, as for a leadoff hitter too. Yes, mm -hmm. I mean she literally took Paige's spot and mm -hmm. has ran with it. Yeah, We've and I thought Paige would be hard to to replace, but I, I, I mean, Paige was awesome, but Addie's exceeded that. She really has. Mm -hmm. And Ava landed at first base. There's a reason she's at first base. Nothing gets by her. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, and then Kelly Merce, a sophomore. Awesome. She's yeah. really starting to come around hitting like right now, too. Mm -hmm. Lambert. Yeah, I don't know what. She went through a bad part there for a little bit when she hit a couple home runs and thought she was, all, you know, just yep. swing for it. She had to get in her we face calmed her down now her. and she's hitting the heck <laughs> out of it again. So, I what's know. Lambert's first name? Ava. Ava. There's yeah, a lot she, of Avas. Yeah, I got, I, got, I got some Avas, yeah. <laughs> so, yep. So, that's yeah. so why we got to have nicknames for all of them. Yeah. And Evan Becker at third. Yeah. Uh, those are people on the field at most of the times. You know, I also have Izzy, Izzy Poir, Laura Polich. Um, I'm forgetting somebody. Brooklyn Lowry. Brooklyn Lowry. Emma Hawking is back Emma, now. Yeah, she just came back. She was, she hasn't seen the uniform until this week, so she's finally got released. Yeah. She has shoulder surgery. So. And what was Paige's last name for the listeners that may not remember? Paige Kirkman. Yeah, Kirkman. Gotcha. Yep. I was trying to think of it too, and I was like, I know who we were talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Paige and Maddie Pangrasek. Yeah. They only lost two seniors. Well, three Cassidy. Cassidy. Cassidy was the heart of the Cassidy's last my year. favorite from last she year. She was the heart. I mean, <laughs> she may not have played a ton, but she kept everybody upbeat. Happy. She knew her role. Yeah, exactly. And she loved was her great. Role. She was great. Loved her role. She was a love captain. So. Mm -hmm. And what's her last name? Anderson. Cassie Anderson? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. After this year, we're not going to have much of a. Awful after this year, though, either. I mean, we got some talent. No, you got, we have uh, talent coming Especially up. with Taylor coming up pitching, and uh, mm -hmm. already have four freshmen, sophomore, and two juniors in the lineup. Yep. So we're really, I know we're graduating nine seniors, but there's really not too many spots open for next year. Mm -hmm. So I am losing my, my captains and basically another coach on the, on the field <laughs> for me with Taylor, but um, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Taylor keeps me in lineup. Mm -hmm. So now you guys just have to show the talent that's coming up what they have to do. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. And that's, and that's our goal. I mean, we want to keep LP's program as strong as it can be for as many years as possible. And I think we've been strong the past few years, but just carrying that on and showing the underclassmen how we operate and how we do things is really important to start that. So Definitely. And how to win in the postseason. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. We're still figuring mm -hmm. it out, but we're going to get there. We're getting there. <laughs> we'll get there. Perfect. Well, thank you for joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast. It was a pleasure meeting you. Yeah. Pleasure speaking with you as always, Coach Randy Hubie, Taylor Martin. Now we just got to win some softball games in the postseason. That's Tuesday. Right. We'll start Tuesday. That's right. We'll start. <laughs>